Hey, this is Danny Lou coming at you with the Slow Traveling Soul Sister Podcast. Travel nourishes the soul and broadens the mind, but solo travel frees our imagination and builds our confidence. Hashtag go, see, do, be. In this episode, I discuss Onika the Traveler's solo travel article titled, Why a Solo Vacation is the Best Self-Care a Woman Can Give Herself, written in January 2017. I'll have the link in the show notes. Onika's article begins like this, why I think solo travel is a great form of self-care for women. Unless you've lived under a rock for the last couple of years, at some point you've heard or even used the term self-care. If you're not familiar with it, here's one of the better definitions I was able to find on the internet. Self-care is a very active and powerful choice to engage in the activities that are required to gain or maintain an optimal level of overall health. And in this case, overall health includes not just the physical, but the psychological, emotional, social, and spiritual components of an individual's well-being. She goes on to say, in theory, self-care is simple. It's about taking care of yourself and being intentional about ensuring your well-being. However, it's not nearly as easy to put into practice, especially for women. Us members of the fairer sex get the short end of the sticks on so many levels. We work more than men, yet get paid less. We're constantly judged for our looks, marital status, and reproductive choices. And even when we're more educated and capable than our male counterpoints, we still lose elections, we lose face, and we are scrutinized unfairly. We're expected to be nurturers and provide emotional support, often at the expense of our own mental and emotional health. And while most of us are becoming breadwinners within our families, many of us are still expected to, well, bake the bread, buy the groceries, and burp the baby once we get home. But while it's difficult to practice self-care when you're consumed by work, cowed by societal expectations, and expected to care for others, I think it's necessary and something we should implement on a regular basis. Moreover, while nourishing your well-being can be as simple as treating yourself to a bubble bath or a long, uninterrupted session with your favorite novel, I want to share why I think a solo vacation is the best self-care a woman can administer. I was going to stop here, but I think I'll continue. It's a quick read. And while I'm reading it over this podcast, I really think you should go back and enjoy the article and her pictures. Number one, it's all about you. One of the reasons I love and advocate 
female solo travel is that it gives us the ability to be selfish. So often we are expected to be selfless and are defined by our statuses of sister, wife, mother, daughter. We take care of everyone except ourselves. But when you travel solo, there's nobody to answer to but you. The beauty of a solo vacation lies in the ability to structure your days as you see fit. There are no quibbles about where to go to eat in the evening or objections about visiting that obscure museum you've had your eye on since your arrival. You are free to experience your destination as you like and without having to cater to someone else's wants and desires. You make the decisions. You call the shots. It's empowering. Number two, you can recharge your batteries without interruption. Whether you're a 12-hour flight or a 30-minute bus ride from home, separation from your daily routine and those who quote-unquote need you can give you space to relax and recharge. You'd be surprised how little people actually need you when you consciously make yourself unavailable and put yourself first. Problems get solved without your input and disasters that normally require your assistance suddenly aren't nearly as catastrophic. This leaves you with the mental, emotional, and physical energy to discover your surroundings at your leisure without extra noise or baggage. You can relinquish the job of nurturer and take on the job of explorer, fully engaging in activities like yoga, hikes, etc., that give you pleasure and bring you back to center. Number three, you can be who you want to be. I enjoy traveling on my own, not because I do what I want to do when I want to, but also because I'm not limited or hampered by the opinions or expectations of friends, family, or colleagues who purport to know me. So often, us women conform to certain expectations or stereotypes in our social and professional circles for fear of coming off too strong, re-bitchy, amongst other things. In short, we have to play the game to be accepted, and it's ridiculous and exhausting. When I travel solo, I can be who I want to be, whether that's the wacky, extroverted daredevil who dances on tables at the bar or the introvert who retreats to her hotel room with a good book after a long day of solo sightseeing. My point is that we can change identities like we change our t-shirts. A solo vacation away from the watchful eyes of friends and acquaintances gives us the chance to explore aspects of ourselves we wouldn't explore back home for fear of being judged. As our overall health hinges on our mental and emotional well-being, the ability to figure out who we are and or reinvent ourselves is important. In summary, solo travel equals great self-care for women. No matter your age, income level, marital status, or reproductive status, a solo trip is something that every woman should do at some point. It's the ultimate form of self-care, a fantastic way to refocus on our unique needs and desires, a great way to build confidence, independence, and resilience, and necessary to shaping who we are as individuals. What are your thoughts on the matter? Onika has more than 100 comments on this blog post. And again, it's worth reading and she is worth following on all her social media channels. 
Many women have attempted to write such an article and many have succeeded, but Onika's blog post touched my soul. She is an excellent writer. Anyway, on my travel agency website, I wrote that solo travel is the highest form of self-indulgence. It allows a person the opportunity to enjoy a destination on their own, no compromises, no schedule, no drama. Truly, no noise from others is the only way to de-stress and recharge. Solo travel is empowering and essential. And Onika is basically encouraging all women to be selfish, at least every once in a while. Webster's Dictionary definition of selfish says, concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regard for others. Pleasure, well-being. Yeah, selfish is not a bad word to me. That's why I named my travel agency Selfish Me Travel. Women have always been the nurturers and caretakers from before time began. You've raised your children, maybe even your grandchildren, or you've taken care of your spouse, significant other, lover, parents, in-laws, neighbors, friends, and coworkers. Everyone except yourself. Okay, maybe being the only child gives me the advantage to think like that, but one of my lifelong goals has been to influence female family members and friends to finally think of themselves first, to be selfish, to feel good and not guilty, about wanting to be alone for a window of time and that solo travel is safe. I'm also gonna use this podcast as a tool to encourage you towards solo travel, going beyond your comfort zone and stepping out on faith. You can't call yourself a queen if you've never ruled. And that means making yourself the priority. Queens are rulers of kingdoms, especially ancient queens from black and brown countries. They have been rulers of great nations, led armies, strategists, and architects of uprisings and takeovers, even while satisfying lovers and constituents and birthing babies at the same time. But in those days gone by, those queens were also pampered to the max bathed from head to toe, painted powdered print, carried on barges wherever they wanted to go, bedazzled with jewels from admirers, etc., etc., etc. Be that queen. Don't settle for less. Try solo travel at least once in your life. You won't regret it. Thank you for tuning in. In the next episode, I'll talk more about solo travel. Please subscribe to the Slow Traveling Soul Sister podcast. Leave me a review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from it. Thank you. Peace.
The Slow Traveling Soul Sister Podcast is sponsored and hosted by Selfish Me Travel.